tonight. Before we start the live, please just take a listen. If I had told you at the beginning of this year that we would have been facing a pandemic by the name of COVID-19 that was going to turn this world upside down, you would have never believed it. The COVID Conqueror series on the Aisha Muhammad podcast. In this climate of fear, confusion and suppression, I saw the need to create the COVID Conquerors podcast series. COVID Conquerors features phenomenal people who are, despite their challenges, thriving personally or in service to their community. COVID Conquerors airs live on Facebook and YouTube every other Thursday at 9pm GMT, that's UK time, on the Aisha Muhammad podcast. This podcast aims to encourage, inspire and empower you to reassure you that in this time of uncertainty, should you look, you will see that there are great opportunities for you to thrive in aspects of your life, regardless to whom or what. It's time to start the live podcast where you'll meet this week's phenomenal guest. Let the countdown begin. Welcome to the Aisha Muhammad podcast. I am so glad that you can join me on the series COVID Conquerors. You may have caught the intro to know what it's about. It's basically about inspiring, encouraging those of us who may be feeling a little bit like they're struggling. Maybe they can't cope. Maybe they're depressed, but they need a word to uplift them. So if you're wondering, who am I? My name is Aisha Mohammed, and I'm a self-love coach over here in the United Kingdom. And I am overjoyed and indeed honoured to be able to introduce my special guest. Tonight, we have Brother Abdul Malik. Now, who is he? He is the top fisherman in the nation of Islam. There was a promo that you may have caught, which actually showed his work in progress of how he is able to invite man, woman and child to the word of God. So I'm not going to labour. I'm going to get right into it. Welcome, Brother Abdul Malik. How are you, sir? Fine, Queen. All praises be to Allah and yourself. Um, absolutely wonderful. And it's really great to have you here. Thank you for accepting my invitation. So I just want you in your own unique way to um, let us know more about you because what's really interesting is your transformation and the transformational power of the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad that's taught to us by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So 
let us know some more about you. Okay. Oh, praises be to Allah. Well, I'm just, I'm just your brother, you know, and uh, my uh, introduction into the nation of Islam came through the belly of the beast. I was incarcerated. I had a life sentence for a 25 kilo conspiracy I did when I was in high school. And uh, they bust me with 1.5 million in the trunk of the car. So I was qualified to go and do life in prison for the amount of drugs and the money. However, my lawyer was able to find a loophole because the conspiracy began when I was 17. So I was still, quote, an adolescent. So mm -hmm. I was able to get the life sentence reduced to 15 years, which I would have to do 85% of that. So during that process, I ran into a tape by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Uh, I believe he was speaking in Atlanta, Georgia, 91 or 93. And they had the World Series going at the same time. It was 60,000 in the World Series. And there were 60,000 going to see Minister Farrakhan and they were starting around the same time. So mm -hmm. that was an intriguing thing. And that was the catalyst that ignited my desire to chase God in the manner that I do. Mm -hmm. So that's how wow. I end up in the nation of Islam. That's really awesome. Now, I mean, I think, I don't know, maybe just being humble, brother, but you really bring out alongside your team loads and loads of people and you've been doing this for a, a while now a long while now so i wanted to know what drives you you know what what drives you to do that and in addition what drives you to stand even when it looks like the odds are against you that's the crux of the question because you just explained what you went through luckily there was a loophole life goes on we have ups and downs. What drives you to keep standing? Well, I signed a contract when you joined the Nation of Islam. Mm -hmm. And that contract was my letter to Allah who came in the person of Master Farah Muhammad. And I'm a man of my word and I want to stand on that. So when I signed that contract, I didn't know that it would be this type of obstacle, this mm -hmm. type of uh, snares and pitfalls that would impede my progress to unify with the God within. So that is my motivate my, my motivating catalyst that makes me want to push through the things that try to impede my progress. And I got the greatest example in the world in the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, who is being called a bigot, an anti-Semitic, a, mm -hmm. a hater of Jews, a, a, a white hater, all the things, and he's not saying it in secret, they're saying it on the news and all over the world. So if I'm going to follow someone like that, the scripture says, blessed are you when they mock and scorn and ridicule you and say all kinds of vile things concerning you. So mm -hmm. has it been done to those before you? So if I want to roll in that type of atmosphere, then I have to be able to qualify myself as being a follower of him. So I got to take some of those blows and I took them. Excellent. So many of us suffer disappointment and it can go either way, depending on how we handle disappointment. And I know that we have the teachings and we all try our best to 
um, take it on and to be transformed and to basically take the knowledge and, and action it. This time has been quite disappointing for some in regards to the pandemic. Others, as we know, like yourself, are thriving. But there must be times when all great people, they suffer disappointment. And I want to know when it comes to you, how do you personally handle your disappointment? Well, the greatest gift that we could ever have from God is the gift of praying. Mm-hmm. You know, Allah says, I would not have cared for you if it wasn't for your prayers. Mm-hmm. And prayer keeps one away from evil and indecencies and the remembrance of Allah is the greatest force. So I, I drink from that source. So when I have obstacles that come in my path, like the COVID-19, I think mm-hmm. this was the greatest time in my life, this COVID-19, have more mm-hmm. success in every area of my life because of this. And mm-hmm. if it wasn't because of this, we wouldn't have the prayer and fasting, the foundation to success, where we've been resurrecting people from the dead by the hundreds. So mm-hmm. I, Allah is my, is, is my main source. Excellent. Thank you for that. Now, you, we've been mentioning the pandemic, you know, the um, COVID-19, and many churches and mosques have not been able to open such as ours, although it's you know slightly opening up now. But this has gone on for a long time, almost like a year. But our people, they still have needs, you know, they still have wants and even greater now in this uncertain time. So how important is it for us to continue to find effective and creative ways to serve our people during the pandemic? You know, the Bible says, spite the shepherd, scatter the sheep. The COVID-19 pandemic has struck this country and the world and took the shepherds away. Sometimes you have bad shepherds, the scripture says. And he said, you feed yourself and not the flock. So Mm -hmm. Allah is the reason why all the mosques and all the churches are shut down. It ain't because we've been being good. (laughs) And and it ain't for me to point at the Christian and not point at myself. Mm -hmm. All of us have some room for improvement. And I believe that Allah is really trying to show us that the building that you go and worship is not the real temple of God. Mm -hmm. The real temple of God, as the Pharisees asked Jesus, when will they see the kingdom of God? He, and he told him it's not something that you're going to see with your careful observation of things like here it is over here or there it is up there for the kingdom of God is within you. You are God's temple and God resides in you. And that is one of the greatest educations that we have sustained, attained here during this COVID-19, particularly me, myself. Mm. I'm all right. I'm all right in my skin. Excellent. Excellent. Good. I mean, you know, regardless of what's going on, we all have to take responsibility to build our community, whether it's online or in person, you know, and um, I think that's really 
awesome. We're going to get into the awesomeness of what you have been doing in regards to your prayer and your fasting group. And let me tell you, it's blowing up in the comment section right here <laughs> with testimonies. And we haven't even got to that part yet. So I just want to welcome you all, family, as you've been flooding in. Um, welcome to COVID Conquerors um, and this brilliant interview with our brother, brother Abdul Malik. Now, um, is there any correlation, do you think, with praying and fasting and defeating COVID-19? Because the Honourable Minister Louis Farrakhan, he has said that this is actually a pestilence from God. OK, so do you think there's any correlation between fasting and prayer in defeating this COVID-19? Absolutely. You know, the Most Honourable Elijah Muhammad has instructed us to fast for the first three days of every month. Mm -hmm. And he's also said that we should eat one meal every other day, one meal a day, one meal every other day, one meal every three days and stay there for the rest of your life. And he said mm -hmm. that fasting cures 90 plus percent of all ailments. Mm -hmm. COVID-19 is the weakest of them all. The flu kills more than COVID-19 but they didn't title it as a pandemic. It's a money move by the government to do this to us. Diabetes kills more than COVID-19. Heart disease kills more than COVID-19. But mm -hmm. COVID-19 can be cured. The real vaccination that we should take is the How to Eat to Live, book one and two of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. My crew, we fast from Thursday to Sunday to make sure the toxins in our body are ridded from our bloodstream so that we won't be susceptible to that COVID-19 twinkling into our nostrils and our open places on our body and sickening us. We have not mm -hmm. been sick from it, not one time, because we follow the teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and the instructions from the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan. That is your vaccine. Prayer and fasting is mm -hmm. the basis for your vaccine, but many people don't I wouldn't, but you can do what you got to do. But mm. that's what we use. Excellent. Yeah, fasting is very good. I've, I've started to fast. I've been fasting over a year, been experimenting, but I am on the Thursdays, the last meal or the way to Sunday. Um, and it's been going well. And it's good for us to boost our immunity during this time. It really is a must for our survival. And fasting for three days does that. And you can check the facts online um, to find out for yourself. We have been given books one and two of how to eat to live. And, um, you know, when we follow it, that's when we reap the benefits. I can bear witness very quickly in regards to taking on some of what we have been taught from maybe my uh, mid-20s to where I am now, I'm not going to say, <laughs> whereby there are certain ailments like high blood pressure, um, diabetes, that people historically, even gynecological issues that historically women in my family have suffered from. But in taking on these teachings at that age, I have avoided all of them, you know, by the grace of Allah, God. So, you know, when we have the mindset as to say that 
these things are hereditary, it's not so, <laughs> you know. Hypertension does not have to be your reality. Diabetes does not have to be your reality. It's really about what you put in your mouth and whether or not you're fasting and praying. So, um, yeah, that's that's really awesome. I'm just going to go into some of the comments now because I've had so many comments coming in that I've been trying my best to share. I um, just want to say to all of the fasting family, Ramadan Mubarak, it's great to have you here. Assalamu alaikum. And let's have a look at some of these comments, these bearing of witness. We've got Brother James Williams. He says, I've been praying and fasting for going on five weeks now, and it's been the best decision I've ever made in my life. Well, congratulations to you, Brother James. Well done. You know, some of us think that we are going to die if we try to abstain from food for one day, you know. And um, you should really try it because that's that's not the case. That's not the case. Prayer and fasting is your inoculation for C19. That's Sandra 2X. Londa K says, prayer and fasting has helped me to become more productive in my daily life. And gosh, don't we need to be more productive? Wow, that's really awesome. So here we go. Viewers, we've got the proof here. So many testimonies flooding in. I haven't got to that question yet. 59 weeks has saved my life. Allah Wakba, Fatir Muhammad. Well done, keep pressing on. Okay, awesome. So what we're going to do now is we are going to just take a quick commercial break and then we'll be back on the other side. But what I'm going to ask you to do is what I always ask you to do, which is to share this live stream. Share it out far and wide because there are people who definitely need to hear this and who will be inspired by what it is that we have to share. So we will see you on the other side. It's great you're enjoying the show. Are you a COVID conqueror? Are you thriving personally or by serving your community during this pandemic? If this is you and you want to inspire others by sharing your story on the COVID conqueror series, apply now. Send an email to Aisha M Podcast at yahoo.com. Oh, and remember to share this podcast with those you know it will help. Now, back to the interview. And we're back. So I'm just going to ask again, share, share, share the broadcast. We have a healthy number of people watching, but we want to go even further to make sure that we touch our people because we have much to share. So what, tell us about your fasting journey. I remember seeing you um, on a live stream and you were doing a very lengthy fast. I think it was meant to be for about 40 days, but you may have gone slightly over that I can't remember you can remind me and just give us a little uh a little walk of your journey from that point to where you are now with your fasting and praying group yes ma'am it was uh December 23rd 2018 when I decided to fast it wasn't a 40-day fast at that time it was just a couple days but I went on through Christmas not eating and then I 
kept going and I never kept any New Year's resolution. So I said, well, I'll make it, I'll fast through it. That'll be my resolution. So mm-hmm. I ended up going seven, eight days, nine days, 10 days, 20 days. When I got about 20 days, you know, I just wasn't eating. I just had given up eating, period. Mm-hmm. And um, and I got a lot of people on Facebook. I would always get on Facebook and, and let them know where I am every three days. So I ended up going 30 days by the help of the MGT and the FOI and the people I grew up with who were encouraging me, pouring fuel in the fire, which I was I was hoping that they would throw water in it, you know, so they threw fuel in the fire and it made it blow up more. So I ended up going 30 days and more fuel came. You can do 40 like Jesus. You can do this like the minister. So I ended up going 40 days. But when I was going to break that on my 40th day, we had a detail where all our region was coming in. And I didn't want to break that night and have to go and soldier with the brothers. And I don't know what type of effect it would have on my body not eating for 40 days. So I ended up going another day. So I ended up breaking that the next night after I soldiered with the brothers. It was 41 days, but I was 219 pounds when I started. And when I end, I was 183 pounds. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it wasn't really about the weight. See, I, I'm, I'm a spiritual and mental man. I wanted to lose the obesity of my mental and my spiritual because I wanted to be effective. I wanted to touch things and make it come to life. And that's what happened. You know, I ended up doing a lot of things after the fast. I got seven, eight buildings from an auction. I won on them. I've been eating really good from that. So you're going to get some blessings from that when you sacrifice that much. So, And the difference between that and this, I've been fasting every Thursday to Sunday, 72 hours without eating for 80 weeks. This is my 80th week right now mm. and that we're going into. And yes. it's, it's something has to be pushing me to do this. And I'm telling you, the power that you will demonstrate from fasting that God will demonstrate through you is unbelievable. That's the only reason I can say I'm here 80 weeks later and I'm not just crazy doing something crazy. But that's what it is. <laughs> crazy to a lot. That's good. I mean, fasting is definitely a part of our self-mastery to be able to tell that stomach if it decides to growl to be quiet. It's not going to get any food until you're ready to feed it. And it's just going to have to obey. Um, now, I have a question here. Um, Brother Michael Neal he says, can people from other religions join the praying and fasting group? Oh, yes, absolutely. It's not. I'm FOI. I'm in the Nation of Islam. But I know how much we discriminate, kind of like the the gangbangers, the GDs against the Blackstones, they have a discriminating factor. You know, the, the, the Republicans and the Democrats, well, the Christians and the Muslims and the other ones. You just, we just silly, silly like that from Willie Lynch. But what I did, I opened this prayer and fasting, the foundation to success with the other believers so that we can, anyone can come in. The restrictions that we have in the Nation of Islam they still stand as far as this character is concerned and morals. But as far as you coming in as a Christian, and we have several people that are Christian, non-denomination, more science temple, Hebrew Israelite. We have Crips, Bloods, GDs, Vice Lords, and gangbangers. They all come in there because we're all bowing down to a power that's greater than us. 
And we're not going to have these differences, these petty differences cause us to, to break away from each other, like some of these Christians and these Muslim organizations do. So that's the only reason why this prayer and fasting is open for everyone. And it's been, it's a lot, it's 500 and some people. We started with 10 people about 40 weeks ago. And it's at five something. I don't know. We're running up though. That's awesome. And I think it's so important to have these forums on different subject matters, you know, whether it's prayer and fasting or whether it's it's love. There's also um, something else I'll speak about a little bit further down the line in regards to black love. But what it is, it's, it's about connecting, you know. People ultimately want to connect with each other. And especially during this time of the pandemic, where some of the restrictions have been to tear us, you know, apart from each other and keep us separate, to be able to find these safe spaces where we can bond and advance, you know, together as one, that's something that people are really looking for. So if you just have a look at the banner scrolling on the bottom of the screen, you'll be able to see how you can actually join the prayer and fasting group, okay? You just send the text to the number there and you'll receive further direction. So um, that's really awesome that you have that space and how much it's been able to grow. It's grown exponentially. Um, I have attended as well on several occasions and the spirit is just so high. You know, it's a very loving and engaging space. So um, by all means, check it out. Okay, check it out. Make sure you show up. So there's a hadith. I don't know if you've heard, heard of it. I'm sure you probably have. But it's um, of a companion of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, who was excited in seeing that there was a man in the temple and this man was praying all day and all night. But the Prophet asked the question, he said, who will feed his family? So I wanted to ask you, how do you interpret that? Well, that is, that is, you know, sometimes the general consensus of the Muslim world, they pray and fast. The Nation of Islam is, is so different from them because our problem is not going out working, raising the dead and, and, and going after our people because our teachings teach us that our sole purpose is to deliver the 17 to 40 million dead to the Lamb of God. So we can't be in there praying and not going out getting our people. We'll get kicked out the nation. You, we don't need nobody like that. So what they do as far as Al-Islam is, is they do a lot of praying. And I'm not saying that all of them, but that's what the prophet is speaking about because he's surely not speaking about the nation of Islam because we are the fulfillment of prophecy. So what we do, we were kind of missing the prayer because we believe that that was the orthodox way of doing it. That was the ritualistic way of doing it, me personally. So I'm thinking that a little prayer in the name of a lot of Miss Merciful was good enough for me. So I wasn't paying attention to the fact that the five daily prayers in the way that we are supposed to do it was obligatory meaning that I'm obligated to do this. So although I had some level of success, once I got to the obligatory aspect of it, then I saw my success blow through the roof. So that was something that I was trained and I thought that 
it wasn't the right way to go. So for years and years, I never made five prayers a day. But now I've been doing it for 80 weeks now. So, mm -hmm. so that's what I see. So what the prophet is talking about, that's not relevant to us. He's speaking to those who just sit there in the mosque and don't fish people out. And in this neighborhood right here, I got, you got different gas stations, phone services, and all kinds of stuff with different Muslims from other countries. They never invite people out, but they'll go and pray. They just pray, pray, you know, and they come over here and, and do a lot of other things that we're not supposed to do. Sell pork, sell alcohol, sell this, and Islam. Like, you don't find the brothers in the nation of Islam doing that. That's not how, that's not our way, you know. But hey, you know, to each his own. Allah is the judge of all of us. So we don't do and, what um, pops up. And what it is also, you know, we we all grow at different levels, you know. And what the world demands now is definitely that, you know, if you're going to say your prayer, you say your prayer. But whatever you're praying about, get up and do what it is you can do, you know, to bring it to fruition and let Allah do the rest. You know, you have to be a willing participant to bring about that of which you pray for, that of which you know yourself you can handle because, you know, God's essence, it resides inside us. Um, so we have that power to be able to bring about the things that we want in our life with Allah's help, you know, by his permission. And I think it's important for us to remember that. And when we have that of good to share it with others, and that is exactly what it is that you're doing. So praise be to Allah, that's awesome. So how would you say in, in actually saying that, how would you strike the balance between fasting, praying and executing your goals? For instance, it can be difficult for some to break off from what they're doing to say their prayer. And some people, they just pray all the time and find it difficult to execute. Well, what we do, sometimes I'm working or I'm doing something and I'm in no position to make a prayer. Mm -hmm. It's almost like if I'm out shopping and I overdraft my account because I wanted something so bad, I know that they'll still lend me the money. And I, I only got 10000 in there and I bought some for 15000 And I look at my text, say, you overdraft $5,000. I don't just go to sleep on that and let it go. I go and render unto Caesar what is Caesar's because I don't want him to penalize me monthly, week, every day. I'll get it penalized. So I pay it up. And that's the same thing that I use when I owe God. My treasures in heaven come from my prayers and my fasting, my jihad, my hajj, whatever I'm doing, my charity. So when I miss a prayer because I can't get to it, when I get home and I'm making my prayers up, and I normally would be doing four rakahs. I'll do eight to cover down on the one that I missed. So we cover mm -hmm. down in, in prayer and fasting. There's no such thing as I go to bed knowing I missed three prayers and I didn't get on that floor and pay God back after all he's done for me. So this is what we do to keep it going. There's no excuse. Excellent. There is no excuse. <laughs> Excellent. So we have had... Um, so many testimonies um, that just flooding in about the prayer and uh, fasting group that you have. I've wondered if maybe we could, seeing as we have time, because you're very robust, you know, in your speech, you know what you want to say and you don't labor too long. So I wondered if we could maybe share the link for this StreamYard 
with someone that could come on for a few minutes and give a personal testimony of what the prayer and fasting group has done for them. Do you think we could do that? Sure, go ahead. Okay, I think we might need the assistance of Sister Majida. I don't have access to the group. Is there anyone in the group that we could maybe bring on onto this live stream here that would like to give a few words of their experience? in having started fasting. How would you get her on? Um, what Sister Majid would do is just send them the link. If she could send them the link directly and then they will come on and I would bring them into the studio. Okay. Yeah, so let's see if that can happen. If that can happen, then we'll do it. If not, then never mind. But I wanted to know is, um, what do you want to be remembered for when it's all said and done? What do I want to be remembered for? Yeah. Um, you know, one who aided and assisted the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan in the resurrection of the dead. Mm -hmm. That would be good enough for me. I just want to be known as a good soldier who put boots on the ground and was an example that the Honorable Ms. Louis Farrakhan could use to motivate the other men and women to do something. I'm proud to be a person like that for him. That's Wonderful. all I want. Mm -hmm. So in speaking about the Honourable Minister Louis Farrakhan, what is your fondest memory with him? Mm. Uh, my fondest memory with him, how many? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> you you uh, choose, you choose. Uh, we got time. <laughs> say he, uh, he gave me a brand new car. Okay, before. awesome. And um, and I was, you know, I'm just, he's such a, a man of his word, you know, and he gave me a brand new car and he gave two more cars out to other people. I got it for being the number one fisherman in the world for the nation. Sister Sandra, she became, she had more subscriptions than anyone. It's a big competition he puts together. And another brother, rest in peace, uh, I forgot his name. Turn that off. And um, I, uh, I did that. I did that. Uh, excuse me, I got a little interrupted right there. So uh, okay. he gave three cars out to me, uh, another brother out of New York, and his sister. He was the number one final call salesman at that time. Excellent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Well, I'm gonna help you out because we have uh, a sister Dion um, who's come oh. to join us, okay? So I'm gonna bring her into the studio. She's a Christian. <laughs> oh, Christian get on here. Who's a well, Christian? We have uh, a sister uh, who's come to join us, okay? Yeah, so, a big Christian. Bring her yes. Yeah. She's a Christian. Here she is. Excellent. Oh, 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 
How's everybody doing? Join us, okay? Yeah, so, like Christian. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Sister Medita. We have her hair. Sister Dion, welcome. Welcome. How's everybody doing today? We're doing really well. Sister Dion, can I ask you to just um to mute the other phone call conversation that you have because we can hear it yes. coming through. I can do that. Okay, here I am. Oh, excellent. That's so much better. Yes, welcome. Welcome to the Aisha Muhammad podcast, COVID Conquerors. And I'm happy that you could just come through and, you know, give a testimony. I understand that you are a Christian. I understand that you're part of the prayer and fasting group, which mm -hmm. is awesome because I'm not into all of these barriers that we have. We're all one people, you know, and therefore we must work together for mutual benefit. You know, we are one. So, Tell me, Sister Dion, about your experience of the prayer and fasting group. Well, I've started, when I started praying and fasting, I was very skeptical about it by me being a Christian. But mm -hmm. I'm, I'm so happy that I did start it because Brother Abdul Malik brought it to me. And I said, I saw the changes that was happening in him. So this mm -hmm. is my 68th week of prayer and fasting that mm -hmm. I'm going to start tonight. I've dropped 55 pounds and I have an intimate and personal relationship with God. Can't nothing steer me away from me and my God's relationship. It is the best thing that has ever happened to me in my life. And we welcome everyone to join the prayer and fasting team. It doesn't make a difference what religion you are. You know, if you want your life to change and everything is not going the way you want to come over over to the prayer and fast and let God transform and change your life like he has done it for me and for so many others. So many people have gotten healed. I mean, I just can't even begin to tell all the testimonies, but it's been such a change in my life personally that God has done for me by for praying and fasting. Mm -hmm. Feeling that testimony, sister. Feeling it. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Look at the power of God. I just, I just love this. I just love this. So you lost weight. You're bonding yes. more with God. You've seen positive changes in your life. Now, I'm I'm right by saying today is Thursday. So is it is it on tonight? Yes, it is. Okay, awesome. So you can see at the bottom of the screen there what you have to do in order to join so that you can come on through. You know, when you're feeling the spirit, when you know that you're in that mode of, okay, I'm going to try something new, do not procrastinate. Just do it. OK, so just do it and show up and experience the love of the prayer and fasting group. Sister Dion, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your testimony with us. I wish you a wonderful and blessed evening, sister, and possibly I'll see you later on. You take care. Thank you. You as well. Have a good night. OK, wow. Well, I mean, there is the proof, you know. And so much more on the in the comments section. That's awesome. So may Allah bless you for all of the good that it is that you're doing. Now, if people want to follow you, Brother Abdul Malik, um, you know, where can we find you on social media? Well, I'm on Facebook um, under Warren Jackson, 
Abdul Malik. You can see that it's a woman on there, which is my mom who passed away last year. And um, they can get on there, or they could catch this number right here and text this number because once you get, once you text this number, it come comes to me. It goes to my okay. secretary, and it comes to me. Okay, so, that's awesome. Okay, that's awesome. So show up tonight and bring a guest. Um, I also want to tell you about another group that um, I frequent some of the time, and it's on the Black Family um, Facebook group um, page, the Black Family Love um, Facebook page. We have on a Saturday, it is 8 p.m. CST, which is 2 a.m. UK time, okay? If you're a night owl, then roll through. It's basically like a social, it's called Mixed and Mingle, whereby, you know, as brothers and sisters, we come, whether your nation is Islam or not, and we discuss subject matters, okay? Um, it's a beautiful bonding space, you know, whether you're looking for love, whether you're looking just people to connect, you know, with for purposes of building community, it is a place for you to come and just get to know people. It's very moral, you know, we have fun, but at the same time, we go deep into subjects that make you really think about how you think um, and to see things from different perspectives. So come along to that. That's this Saturday and it's every other Saturday. And that is on the Black Love Family page, okay? The Black Love Family page here on Facebook. Now, as a self-love coach, I just want to let you know that I am here for you as a self-love coach, and you can go along to my website, which is bestyouinmotion.com to take a look at my coaching services and to get to know more about me. Um, Self-love is really the key to us being able to live a more fulfilled life. If you have no love for self, how can you really profess to love others? And you must put yourself first so you can have a field cup to pour into others, okay? And praying and fasting is a part of that self-love process. So I think that we've come to a natural close, Brother Abdul Malik. And I just want to thank you so much once again for rolling through, you know, yes, and spending time with us to share, you know, the good works that you're doing and to give us an opportunity to jump on board so that we too may benefit. So thank you so much once again. And to our audience, thank you for coming through the conversation and for all of the testimony and for your support. I thank you so, so much. And whatever you do, just treat others how you would like to be treated and make sure that you keep the faith. So until next time, we bid you good night. Stay blessed. Yes, I must have set up at least 15 plus food banks. We need good examples of marriage. Oh, wow. I am resilient. I am strong and I am capable. Sit down and wait for this thing to pass over. We're going to operate. You know what they say? Learn to dance in the storm. <laughs>